0: In all three of our readings today, we're given some questions to begin to ponder, to look at, and to reflect in our own lives. The questions are, what are our priorities in life, and what do we focus on in life? Because if we listen carefully to our gospel reading, the parable of the rich man really rings true to all of us. A landlord who has received a bountiful harvest but he asked himself what should I do for I don't have space to store in my harvest he said to himself this is what I should do I shall tear down my barn and build a larger one now he can rest eat drink and be merry When we look at the life of the rich man, we see that he never goes beyond himself. His dialogue and his response is all about himself. He asked himself what I should do, because he doesn't have any space. He responds to himself, and then he says, now I can eat and drink and be merry that I've gotten all this abundant harvest. His focus becomes on himself, his material goods, and all about his selfishness and greediness. Within our own lives, we can become very selfish, focused on material goods, self-absorbed, and even sometimes greedy. And the second aspect that we see coming from the rich man is he forgets where he's going And he doesn't see anything beyond his narrow vision of himself and his world. Not the world around him, but the world he is living for himself. Because we hear towards the end of the gospel, Jesus tells him, You fool, this night your life will be demanded of you, and all the things you have prepared, to whom will they belong? So the question for us is what are our priorities in life and what do we focus on? We're given two very clear examples. Do we focus on ourselves, And do we have this narrow vision of ourselves in the world around us that that's all we focus on? Because we can become like the rich, rich man and focus on our life here on earth we all look at each other and we really don't want to be thinking about death. Because we, we, we live such a vibrant life, we look at our lives and say we're young. Some of us 18, 19, 30, 40, 50, we're nowhere near our end of life expectancy. On average here in the United States, it could be 70, 80, 90 years before someone passes. So we're really never truly concerned that we're gonna die tomorrow. But we forget that we're not promised tomorrow. All we have is here, now, and, this, and today. And tomorrow is never guaranteed. And so we don't want to think about death. We don't wanna think about our time ending. And so we just focus on living our life here on earth, focus on what the rich man did and just worry about what I want to do because it's easier for me. And then as I approach and as I come to the end of life or as I'm on my deathbed, I'll worry about change. I'll worry about conversion. I'll worry about being better. And I'll worry about heaven at that point. But today in our gospel, we're reminded where we should point our eyes to. One of my favorite statements in Latin is memento mori. Remember that you must die, is the translation. And that has been sitting in the front of my mind every day and every moment for the rest of my life. Because that statement is not just any statement. Remember that you must die. Or even on on Ash Wednesday, we marked ourselves with ashes And the presider says, remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. We know where our destination is. Our death here on earth is the gateway, is the entrance into eternal life. And so our eyes should always be focused on our eternal resting place. So then what do we do? How do we make sense of our journey here on earth? And what do we do with our prized possessions? Because we're reminded constantly that it's fragile, life is vulnerable, and human life is always going to end. And I think St. Paul does a very good job in articulating and showing us where we're going and how to prepare from the letter to the Colossians. He says, think of what is above, not of the earth. So our priority in life is to always build that kingdom of heaven, to build our eternal resting place and to build that relationship with God. We're given and entrusted to that through the waters of baptism because through the waters of baptism, each and every one of us has gained eternal life through the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. And in that, We are able to have a relationship with God, to build our relationship with God, and to gain heaven. So our life here is transitory. Everything here, according to Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes, is vanity, vanity, vanity. Vanity here is not because it's vain. Vanity here is saying how beautiful, no matter how beautiful, how great everything here on earth is, no matter how perfect we create our lives, no matter how big we build our houses here and collect all the things of this world, it all will fade away. It all is passing. It all will go. It all has its end of life. We too walk in that light. So everything is passing, but what is not? What is not passing is our eternal resting place with God. So let us, my dear brothers and sisters, look at Colossians real quickly to see what our priorities should be. We hear in St. Paul, he writes, Put to death the parts parts of you that are earthly, immortality, impurity, passions, evil desires, and the greed that is idolatry. So our priority, therefore, is heaven, and our journey here on earth is to begin to rid ourselves of the things that are hindering us from truly entering heaven. To be generous with what we have and what we have given, because each and every one of us have been blessed with an abundant harvest. But that harvest of the world is meant for us to help build each other, to help build the kingdom, and to help share that generosity with those around us. So it doesn't become about me anymore. It doesn't become about my greed, my self-absorption anymore. But how do I help others? How do I get the others to heaven? One of the most beautiful things about marriage that most people forget is the priorities in marriage is not about procreation and having kids, and that becomes the primary focus. The first and most important thing about marriage is that husband and wife help each other get to heaven. How holy and how sanctified that marriage is, is based off of husband and wife. The holier you can get each other, the closer you grow in love the more love you have, the abundant fruits that you are blessed with. And so the children that you bring into this world are symbols and representation of the love husband and wife share with each other. And so how fruitful are we in living out that faith? How fruitful are we organizing our priorities in life to give, to share, to be generous and to rid ourselves Of that desire and that greediness. So, my dear brothers and sisters, when our earthly life is over, are we going to be able to enter the kingdom of heaven? Are we able to enter eternal life with God in heaven? Have we built that kingdom? Have we built our eternal resting place? Because no matter how good how beautiful the things are here on earth. They are all vanity, 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 and will all fade away. Amen.